This is First Nature Episode 12 with your host, Sean Berry, on the Rising Man Podcast. Your playing small does not serve the world. Or does it? Good day to you, Rising Man family. This is Sean Berry, your host for the First Nature segment on the Rising Man Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we're going to drop right into it in just a few minutes, but as always, if you're a first-time listener or a return listener, or if you listen every time, uh, if you haven't checked out the Rising Man website at risingman.org, I really encourage you to do so. I say it every podcast, but um, Jetty, myself, Phil, um, and there's a host of second ring guys, Rowan, Mark, Julian, Ryan, um, Eric, uh, all these guys who are, we're stepping up. We're really trying to create programming and content that, um, that reaches the modern man. That's really what it comes down to. And as you can tell out there in the world, the modern man, um, is needing to be a different creature than what we are today and what we have been in the past. There's a, there's a host of world issues coming down the pike that are going to take some really creative, uh, creative solutioning that aren't going to come from some of the, the basic tropes that you know manhood and masculinity has always been based on. So there's a new way of thinking, a new way of being, a new way of embodiment in the world that's going to be required of everybody, of every human, but particularly if you're a male-bodied person who identifies as a man. Um, you know, typically that body type is the one who built the worlds. Um, we're the ones who built the roads, built the buildings, we warded the wars. Um, we've done very much of the physical manifesting of the world we've built today. And it's going to require us to do a lot of the world building of the world tomorrow. All of us, men, women, everything in between. But uh, particularly this is uh, speaking to the men because, um, you know, we're responsible for a lot of the pieces that are in place right now. And if we want to have a chair at the table in the future, we need to continue being responsible to bring in the, the good work and the good change that's going to bring everybody to the table. So if that's on your horizon, if that's in your mindset, if you are looking for ways to support that way of being, um, I really do encourage you to head over to risingman.org. Check out our programs. There's something there for everyone, uh, developmentally and financially. So please go check it out. Um, today, well, I'll, I'll just preface this by saying this was really kind of a, a wing in its podcast. I sat down, um, I talk about it in the, in the podcast, but I really did try to make some notes about what I wanted to say. I, I mean, over several days, I was kind of sitting and poking around the web and kind of formulating a, a thought process about playing small, playing big, and, um, at the end, I just came down to the deadline of like, all right, I got to record this thing and I'm just going to come straight from the heart, you know, with just the not coming off the notes, not coming off of the pre-rehearsed, um, you know, segment, which I, I rarely do anyways, but I do usually spend a little time preparing and doing some research around a topic that struck me as, uh, you know, important to talk about. So, but not this time. This one's really just coming straight from the heart, um, straight from the moments and um, just trying to weave together. Uh, you know, just, <laughs> I think the trick for me is how to say the thing that's being said a lot out there and saying it in a way that might just, um, cut through some of the static 
you know, in my experience, a lot of the memes and viral uh, messaging out there, you know, people just a lot. There's just a lot of copying and pasting, and um, I think you know, by the tenth iteration of that, people just tune out. We just tune out. It's it's like the uh, the teacher in the old Charlie Brown uh, TV specials. It's just that wah, 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 wah. We really can't hear it. Uh, but they're important. A lot of these messages are really important. And so uh, my take is, what's a new way of taking the, the good message and uh, saying it in a way that kind of reinvokes some intrigue, reinvokes some curiosity, some motivation, some inspiration. Um, so that's what I try to do a little bit today with this one. And we'll see how it goes. Um, but again, thanks for tuning in. And uh, I'll see you on the other side. What's up, Rising Man family? Sean Barry here. Just take a little walk in the wilds of Santa Cruz. I uh, can't really say outside of Santa Cruz because I, I still am in Santa Cruz, but um, it's pretty phenomenal uh, space here. And, uh, and I can hear traffic in the distance. It's a little after uh, people getting out of work. Um, but I'm just gonna drop right into this because I, I spent time making notes today, yesterday, a couple days ago, um, about uh, what to talk about on this podcast, this, you know, this episode. And thanks for tuning in, by the way. And uh, I was making notes, making notes, and then, then I was getting a little stressed out about like, am I gonna, you know, how am I gonna remember the notes? If I'm gonna be out here shooting like this, walking around, um, you know, what if I get too into the notes and don't really think about just being present to what I'm saying? And, uh, and also I was having a hard time kind of finding a hook, you know, a nature connection hook that's gonna make people tune in. And, um, and so I just, I got frustrated actually with myself, with the whole thing. And I just decided to uh, just pick up the camera and start shooting. So, so here's what I like to talk about. Um, some of you are familiar with the, uh, there's an excerpt from uh, what people think is a speech given by Nelson Mandela. And uh, the really famous part of that excerpt is, uh, it doesn't serve the world for you to play small. I'm sure you've heard that. And that, that, um, that excerpt goes on to say, um, we're more afraid of our darkness than our light. I'm paraphrasing. And, uh, you know, who, who are we not to be brilliant and um, happy and successful people? My words, but in essence, that's what it's saying. And uh, a lot of people thought that was something Nelson Mandela said in a speech in 1994 when he was inaugurated. But really, it came from an author and former presidential nominee, Marianne Wilson, Williamson, uh, from her book, A Return to Love, published in 1992. And I don't know why that phrase popped into my head. And I certainly don't know why it did in relation to uh, Nature Connection, but um, I'm just going to tie the two together and it goes something like this. So yes, it doesn't serve to play small. We all have great capacity. Um, humans are the most interesting species on the planet, to be sure. Uh, that's probably the most neutral world I can say to acknowledge what we're capable of and to also acknowledge that 
we're not the only interesting thing on this planet. And um, there's a lot up in the world these days. I mean, I feel like in every generation, there's something up in the world. But uh, I don't know if there's been such a, a global, a globalness of what's up in the world. And with the advent of our technology and social media and the, of it and the uh, ability to reach out and connect with anyone and, and large groups of people anywhere in the world at any time, it's pretty phenomenal. And uh, yeah, and there's big causes. There's climate change at the top of the list. There's human rights, there's hunger, there's water shortages, there's, uh, you know, rights for different peoples. Um, I mean, the list goes on. And there's lots of amazing charities and foundations and organizations out there doing tremendous work, trying to solve those problems, doing, you know, playing big, playing big. And with, uh, again, with the social media and all the ways we have to communicate and promote, um, a lot of people are enrolled and playing big with those causes. And given our time and our money and our skills, devoting those to these these calls for uh, solving problems is um, a great way to play big, right? So that's just all a preface to say, yeah, we should be playing big. That's important to do. But I also feel that um, as a human, and this is just speaking from myself, so if it resonates, great. But I know that I can get caught up in playing big. I can get caught up in wanting to make an impact and get caught up in wanting to be seen for my efforts and seen for the unique brilliance and genius that I might have, you know, to put into the world and to be seen playing big, to be seen as a big player. And, uh, and as a result, I, I know that I found myself kind of getting caught up and things outside of the scope of my day-to-day -day life. Uh, climate change is probably a big one. I'm thinking about climate change all the time. And uh, I talk about it a little bit on this podcast. I try not to go too deeply into it. Um, maybe I will later. But this sense of, you know, by contributing something on, a, on the smaller scale that I can into a grander thing that's out there doing something impactful um, by association, there's, a, there's that camaraderie, there's that sense of I'm participating, I'm contributing, I'm a part of that bigger thing and a sense of belonging to something greater than myself. And that's all very human and all very natural and all very essential to successful human living. That's how we got where we are. But when I saw that phrase the other day, I, for some reason, it just popped into my mind about um, does it ever serve to play small? And how does playing small actually benefit us, the world, our lives? And I started thinking about it. And I'm thinking that uh, if you're going to go play big, you gotta, you got to play small too. Balance, right? Can't blow a balloon up just on one side. If you're going to expand, you got to expand in all directions. So I started thinking about that. What does that mean to play small? And typically when we think about that, it means like, oh, you're not doing enough, you're too safe, too cautious, um, you don't have the confidence, or you're being lazy, or you have emotional issues that keep you from doing, you know, what you know you can do. Uh, there's all kinds of negative associations with playing small. 
But then I kind of started thinking more about that. And I was like, no, actually, you have to play small before you can play big. That's kind of how it works. Um, and then I started thinking about like, all right, well, where does that show up in nature? And, uh, and it kind of shows up everywhere. And it shows up in humanity too. So for instance, you know, you can look at uh, one of these big trees back here, oak trees, or these pine trees back in the distance, these big trees. And they didn't just get planted in the ground at that size, right? They started out as a seed about the size of your pinky nail, right? They started out playing small. If you wanna play Major League Baseball, um, you gotta start with Little League. You gotta start in the backyard with your uh, brother or father or uncle or auntie or sister or whoever. Help you learn how to catch the ball and how to hit, right? That's, that's the basics. You gotta learn how to play small. And most sports and other business ventures will tell you that you gotta stick with the fundamentals. You can never move that far away from the fundamentals. The fundamentals always have to be present in the bigger picture and any kind of, you know, exercise beyond the fundamentals. They have to be based on the fundamentals. And so in that sense, like if you're gonna play big, playing small is always a part of playing big. So I just wanna talk a little more about that, kind of open that up more, break that down. How does that, again, how does that relate to nature connection? Well, let's think of it this way. If you're out there playing big in some way, contributing to people in some way, how is that pursuit being reflected in your personal daily life, you know, playing small? So for instance, and I don't know if I'm gonna weave this together very well, and I tried to make notes on it, and it just was getting really cloggy in my head, so I thought, well, I'll just wing it and see if I can uh, get the words out. So here goes. Um, if we're gonna save the environment, keep it in a way that serves us as humans the way we like it. Yeah, we gotta get off fossil fuels. Yeah, we gotta knock down greenhouse gases. Right, we gotta stop eating so much meat. Uh, all these things that have to happen on a big scale, playing big. And if you're in a cause like that or tracking those big things, my question is, and for myself too, this isn't, uh, you know, this isn't just for you, this is for me. What am I doing? How am I playing small in my personal day-to-day -day life that addresses the bigger issues that are built off of those small things? So again, big tree starts from a little seed. Um, climate change didn't just happen, right? It's been building and building. It's been growing from a little seed, you know, 100, 200 years ago. Or whenever you could say that we started putting excess carbon into the air. And here we are. It's a big problem now and it needs, it needs playing big to solve. But in the meantime, what are you doing at home? You know, are you, uh, and I, I, know, I know a lot of these, uh, a lot of these things are broken, right? So I wanna say, are you recycling? But I know the recycling system's really broken. 
So then go deeper. Are you trying to purchase things that come in packages that are carbon neutral in some way? You know, trying to buy things in paper more, trying to buy things in glass more, um, trying to buy things that are reusable. There's a lot of these little stores popping up now where they're, um, they're bulk and you can just go in with your containers to buy shampoo and soap and stuff and just do refills that way with no packaging whatsoever. You know, so that's just one example of like, are you playing small? Are your food choices playing small? You know, so much of the, uh, the you know, the second most dangerous uh, greenhouse gas out there is methane, primarily coming from cattle and other livestock. And uh, if you're a huge meat eater, um, you know, it doesn't matter how much you promote going vegetarian or cutting back on meat or buying, you know, meat substitutes, you know, you might be a mouthpiece for that idea, but if you're not actually practicing something like that in your own daily life, you're not playing small, you're just playing big. I'm just playing big. Again, I'm not accusing anyone. This is just an opportunity to reflect, notice, um, and to mimic nature. That's where the nature connection part comes in. So I kind of feel like the way it, you know, it's kind of unfolding in my mind is we have a lot of these huge problems. Um, they didn't just become huge overnight. They've been growing huge for a long, long time. Um, we didn't play with them when they were playable on a small level, right? It's almost like, uh, you know, a little kid wants to play catch out in the yard and you're like, nah, I don't have time for that. So it's, that's not really worth my time, right? I'm, I'm busy like trying to get a job as a pitcher in the big leagues. I don't have time to play catch with my son. I gotta go to practice, right? But then your kid grows up, he gets training elsewhere. And the next thing you know, 10 years later, you're staring down at your son on the pitcher's mound in a major league game. And he's really good at striking people out, right? What do you do? So that's maybe sort of a, a quick allegory on what happens when we just start to play big and just stay and just stay in the big leagues as opposed to playing small when the opportunity to play small is there. So. I'm trying to think of other ways that that shows up in life, you know, the playing small. I know things for me is, uh, you know, I have a gas car. Um, I really can't make the financial transition to electric right now. Um, but I know I'd run way too many errands than I need to. I'll drive downtown two times a day sometimes just because I want to get out. And I want to just feel good about like being out in the world. But honestly, that's, um, that's not playing small. Do I really need to go to town twice in one day? Probably not. Uh, I could definitely be more judicious about how I plan my day and structure my errands, you know? Um, what else? There's, uh, you know, the whole Amazon issue with like getting your stuff shipped to you and one of the big problems with that is, um, I don't know if you heard about this, but just the box, the box issue, you know, things coming in boxes and the, and the amount of cardboard that's floating around these days and stacking up and, and particularly, uh, you know, Amazon about a year ago or so even implemented this policy where if the product you ordered comes to you and it's not exactly the right fit or the right size or wasn't exactly what you wanted, um, they just tell you to keep it. How they keep it 
Or there was one company, I think it was Amazon, clothing company who was like telling people to order, th they'll send you three sizes. So you can try the one that fits and then you ship the other two back. And that's a real great convenience. Um, but that's a lot of extra boxes, a lot of extra trips up and down for the uh, delivery companies. You think about all the fossil fuels when people are returning stuff, you know, at that rate, how much it, it unfolds into this bigger footprint. So that's kind of what's on my mind. This is probably gonna be a shorter podcast because I mean, for me, the real issue here is like, can I, can I play small? Can I really make the changes in my life that I know will lead to a lifestyle that's on the sustainable level as a, as a first world, you know, financially mobile person? It's hard. I'm so trained, not only in my behaviors and in my culture, but just emotionally trained to make the decisions about how to move through my life in a way that makes me feel good, that are useful, that are convenient, that are, you know, that are facile. I mean, that's the whole idea of progress, right? It's supposed to make life easier, give us more power, more options. And I realize how attached I am to that feeling of like getting to do what I want, when I want, with what I want. That is, um, you don't find that anywhere else in nature. That doesn't happen in nature at all. That kind of, uh, that, that kind of mindset, even in the, the lions don't think that way, right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna just fumble through the rest of this podcast because uh, this is a little vague, but I hope you're picking up what I'm trying to lay down here, which is, we have to play small before we can play big. And if we're not playing small in our own lives, then playing big is not really gonna have much of an effect because it's, it's literally just putting a coat of varnish <laughs> on the outside of something that's, that's breaking down from the inside. Let me just sit down for a sec. Ugh. So, As I uh, start to wrap this up, I'm just, I'm gonna be thinking a lot about that the next few days. And to be honest, I don't know. I don't know if I can make those changes. There's not enough, you know, there's not, I, I lack a lot of the emotional motivation to do that. What it would really take for me to make some of these changes is some kind of negative reinforcement. You know, like gas prices going to seven or $8 a gallon or food shortages happening, or you know, all these things that are kind of poking up a little bit, making life less convenient and more expensive. Uh, things that a lot of people are dealing with their entire lives um, that we are, we are just getting a little bit of a scratch of here in the last year or two. Um, and recognizing that it is that kind of negative reinforcement that actually will cause me to make different choices and that frustrates me. I don't want to be someone who's operating on negative reinforcement to make better choices. So how to move through that? I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that for myself right now. All I can say is that um, I'm trying to build community around me and enroll people around me that 
want to embrace the values that I want to embrace. And I'm trying to choose my words carefully here because, um, again, I can't do it by myself. I don't think anybody can. So it's trying to find the right people who are ready to really buckle down and make difficult choices and do it together. And, um, and that's elusive too, because so many people are scrambling right now. Uh, there's lots of moving around going on. People are relocating. Um, people are letting go of their jobs and trying out new careers. There's a, there's a huge game of music, musical chairs going on out there. And I'm not sure, you know, how soon it's going to settle down. But I do feel this draw of like really being ready, be, really being ready to extricate myself from these systems we've built. And uh, not because they're inherently bad. I don't want to say that. I mean, they served a purpose. And everybody bought into it for the most part. And, um, you know, even the people who are protesting this, that, and the other thing, we're, st we're still protesting from within the system, you know? So the trick is like, how do we, how do we actually get out of it? How do we actually dismiss this system and create a new system, new systems? That's really the trick. Now to get, you know, 300 million Americans enrolled, let alone 8 billion humans, it's a big, long path undertaking and it's it's I can't imagine it happening in my lifetime not from positive reinforcement anyways there may be some serious negative reinforcement coming our way just through the natural course of things um, and that might really be what it takes for us to you know to basically be forced to make different decisions but I like to think I have it within me to to not wait till then um, but I don't know it's getting tricky it's getting hard and the more unsettling and unsafe the world starts to uh, seem to feel out there, the more I lean into the things that make me comfortable, uh, which is leaning more into the systems that got us here. So there's, I definitely, I definitely recognize the, um, the cycle of reinforcement within itself. But before I get too far down the rabbit hole, I just wanted to say, um, play small, try playing small for a little while. You know, Look at your own life. Look at your day-to-day -day routines. What are the, some of the things you do that you know, if you really sit and think about it, are contributing in some way to the big problems out there? And are you willing, even, even just experiment, you know? Say like, okay, for a week, for a week, I'm not gonna do this thing. I'm not gonna buy this thing or go to this place or uh, use this product or whatever it is, right? And see how that feels. Let's see how that feels. You can even start by just making a list. That might be the place to start. Just making a list of all the things you know that are out of order with where we need to go. All the ways that um, your life is still um, supporting the bigger systems that are breaking down. And just make that list. And then just hang it up somewhere. Pin it on the fridge, um, make it your desktop background picture on your computer, um, write it on a three by five and stick it on your dashboard and just sit with that list, all right? And I guarantee you, if you just keep putting that list in front of you for three, four or five days a week, you'll probably notice one or two things that you're like, you know what, I could actually 
change that one. I can make a different choice on that. I could actually make a choice about this thing on this list that actually gets me out of the system in that way and starts creating a different way of doing, doing things that creates a better system. Just in your little world of playing small. But the cool thing is, because we are so connected on social media and we are so accessible to each other, <clears throat> uh, you can tweet that, that stuff out. You can post it on IG, right? I mean, I'm doing my part. I don't post that much on social media. Um, some people really do a lot of it and it's great. I love their messages for the most part. It's all very positive. It's also all very much in, in the playing big sphere. But imagine if um, you just started posting your uh, small, your uh, playing small games <clears throat> and enrolling people. Because the thing is about playing small is they're, they're probably all things we can relate. There's the, your list you might make is probably gonna have, you know, eight out of 10 things on everybody's list in some way or another. And if you can make a decision to play small in that area to tackle some of these bigger problems and, um, put it out there into the world on your social media, um, someone else might pick up on it, right? And then there's two people, and then there's four people, and then there's, you know, and then it goes viral, whatever that means. Um, but hey, if it gets people to make change on a small level, uh, that's a good thing. I think we're all in a giant mass hypnosis, right? Some, there are some uh, teachings that say that we're in a hypnotic state at all times. That's just the human condition. The human condition is a hypnotic state. And then when we, when we go for hypnosis, what we're really doing is just swapping out hypnotic realities, right? So this, uh, this idea that we are in a wavelength that we don't really perceive, but every now and then we get these uh, little aberrations in the wavelength where we kind of realize that we do have a different choice to make. Uh, that we can make decisions that are favorable to all creatures big and small on this planet. And then the next step is just to make the choice to do it. That's the hard part. But I'm confident I can do it. I'm confident you can do it. I'm confident everybody can do it. So, and I'm thinking right now like, okay, I can hear Jetty saying to me like, okay, bro, what's, what's your one thing? <laughs> oh, what's my one thing? That's a good question. Um, you know, to be honest, cause I'm just thinking of it right now. I think I just need to take my own suggestion. I need to make a list. I need to make a list and look at it and see like, okay, what are the, what are the, the low hanging fruits, right? What are the smallest things I can play with? And, uh, and to know that doing that is a contribution to playing in the big game. Have you gotten out in nature lately? It's beautiful out here. Another suggestion is if you haven't been outside lately, if you haven't taken a little time just to go and sit or walk in nature, particularly in a place hopefully you can get to where there's not a lot of other people, where you can really just be focusing on the, the loveliness of this planet. Um, go out there and go and sit with the small things. Go and sit next to a small wildflower. I mean, I don't know how much you look at wildflowers, but out here in the West, we have some tiny, tiny wildflowers. 
They're amazing. Go sit with a wildflower. Go watch an ant. Set your timer for five minutes and see if you can hold your focus on one ant long enough. You'll be surprised at how difficult that is. Um, get up early and listen to the dawn chorus of birds. Right? That's such a small thing. David, David Abrams is an author, and I think it's in his book, uh, Spell the Sensual? Ah, maybe it's Becoming Animal. He talks about this really cool thing I'd never thought of before, but he says, the dawn chorus of birds has been going nonstop for potentially millions of years. I'm paraphrasing. But if you think about this, like, you know, we're spinning planets. So where we are, we're kind of stationary in where we live. And so the dawn course comes in the morning. As the sun's coming up, all the birds are making their sounds. And then, you know, somewhere around mid-morning kind of quiets down. But the earth is rotating and it's just becoming dawn, you know, some miles down the road. And so those birds are starting their dawn course. And so if you kind of zoom out and just see the whole world turning, the whole planet turning and knowing that as the sun comes around and lights up each part of the planet for the morning, the birds are singing all across the world. So bird song has been going on nonstop. Dawn course has been, go has been going on nonstop for probably millions of years, at least as long as birds have been singing. Which, if you know anything about birds, they're the closest relatives to dinosaurs. So, you know, now we're talking 65 million years. Pretty awesome. Small things. Play small. Playing small um, is also training for playing big. So, again, tree has to grow from the seed. Got to go through a little league to get to the big leagues. Um, one little sperm has to meet up with one little egg to grow a whole human, right? That's playing small on that level. So thank you, Marianne Williamson for that quote. And um, it's given me a lot to talk about today. And um, I think that's all I got for you guys today, for myself too. Um, but I hope, I hope it sticks with you. I hope this idea of playing small and looking at your personal life you're looking, one last thing I guess is just coming to me now, like looking at your life as the whole world, right? So, you know, uh, metaphorically, we have our own personal worlds. And if you go into your house, you can think about the living, the living room is one continent, um, the kitchen is another continent, the bathrooms, the tropics, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, when you leave in your car, you're going out, I don't know. You can kind of play with the metaphor you want, but looking at it like that way, like you have a whole world that you're responsible for already. And just looking into all these different domains of our lives and seeing all the ways that we can make change on a small scale that reflects the change we want to see on a big scale. And this is not a new message. This is perhaps one of the oldest messages. Um, but perhaps hearing it in a different way in kind of a fun, unique way will um, spur some motivation, some intrigue, some interest in taking a second look. So um, that's what I got. Thanks so much for tuning in and uh, catch you all next time. All right. 
folks. Thanks again for tuning in. That's it for the segments. Again, I am Sean Barry, your host. And for all things Rising Man, uh, yeah, head on over to risingman.org. Check it out. I really think you'll find something even just jumping into a fire circle, uh, just getting into a circle, a group of men online who are, uh, you know, dedicated to just growing and developing themselves and, and helping the men around them to do that with them. Check it out. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Um, those subscriptions, uh, the likes on the YouTube channel or subscribing on YouTube channel, leaving us a rating and review on iTunes, all that stuff really helps us get the message out. Um, and again, if you're really enjoying what you hear content-wise on the Rising Man podcast, then um, help us get the word out to other men. And that's all just through the power of the like, the power of the subscribe that uh, you know kicks into wizardry of the internet and it puts it in other people's streams and they can find it a little easier so help us out there major props again always to the rising man power team mark julian um you guys kick ass and um i really do appreciate you guys just making this happen and uh, making me sound good on the, on the internet waves and uh yeah so until next time find out who you are inside by getting outside <laughs>